a picture of things to come. It is the Great Reset, everybody. Executive Director David Waterman, Chief Science Officer Dr. Dan Stanislawski with the Midwest Public Health Coalition in the studio today. Again, a picture of things to come on the Great Reset. And our show today, by the way, is brought to you by Executive Properties. Our team of professionals at Executive Properties Construction have over 30 years of experience. We pride ourselves on doing quality work at a reasonable rate for our customers. Just check out what past customers have said in our amazing Google reviews. Then contact us today to get started on a bid for your next project. You can call us at 701-330-1273 or email info at executiveproperties.org. And check it out. We're hiring. We're building our new team for snow removal for this upcoming season. Contact Jess for more info at jess at executiveproperties.org. Oh, by the way, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to call in on the show or text. Our number is 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. And again, the show is not on Facebook or YouTube, uh, but if you want to listen live, just go to the gfbestsource.com, uh, click listen now, it's live. If you want to chat, you can click the uh, Twitch link in the upper left corner. And we're on Rumble, too. It's posted on our GFBS Facebook page. Uh, check it out, all right? Uh, before we get too much further into the show, it is time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Life could be worse. Life could be worse. Uh, milk could have pulp. <laughs> yeah, that would be gross. Yeah. yeah. That, would be, that would indeed be Very life gross. being worse. <laughs> uh, a couple of things I'm going to go through here on the Great Reset. Um, the Bears numbers again through January 4th uh, haven't changed. 18,533. That's a lot of people still dying from the vaccine. Uh, Dr. Malone, we've talked about him a lot. Uh, he's warning that the mRNA vaccines are being injected into food supplies now, is what he's thinking. Um, boogie, boogie, boogie. Yeah, and how about this one? <laughs> um, we talked last week a little bit about um, perfectly healthy athletes dying. I uh, picked up some more stats. It was 38 years from 1966 to 2004. 1,101 athletes died from cardiac arrest. From, two th- or from 2021 to 2022, that's one year. 1,598 athletes just dropped dead. Um, well, you see, they were dying at the same rate before. <laughs> yeah. It was just never reported. <laughs> how about yeah. um, how about yeah, our, we, our, yeah, we don't have accurate statistics to, to see people falling dead on fields. Yeah. I mean, that's that's <laughs> too far. Well, you watch soccer, <laughs> they flop that. around anyway like they're dead, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, uh, how about our self-appointed uh, world health czar, uh, mm-hmm. Bill Gates? <laughs> He's uh, calling for internet censorship of anyone who opposes him. Yeah. You know, it sucks when you have that much power, doesn't Seriously? it? Seriously? Yeah. Is that true? Or yeah, what? he is. So that's a, one of those fake news things, right? Well, Was I that don't an know. SNL skit? No, no. That's, I, I thought my sources were pretty good. Um, how about the investigation into Biden's classified documents? Uh, according to Joe Rogan, uh, and, and this makes sense, he thinks it's a play by the Dems to be able to get rid of Biden, mm. uh, you know, I'm not a very smart guy, but I know what the hell's in my garage. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't. There's you don't need. I mean, we don't need to manufacture an excuse to get rid of Joe Biden. Not there's really. Literally thousands. <laughs> no, no. I mean, he's committing crimes against humanity in mass. But 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 I mean, even even when his own people want to get rid of him, yeah, you know, that's that's saying he, something that, right that, there. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is um, that's all I have for you, gentlemen, today. Um, Dr. Dan, how are you? You know, I'm doing well, considering I, I was researching last night, and about 11.30, my baby boy woke up and was squealing, and I didn't want him to wake my wife up, so I actually brought him down and slept with me, um, and it was beautiful. It's, it's always a wonderful thing to sleep with your children, especially mm-hmm. that, that age, but of course, it's nigh impossible to sleep with your children when they're that age, because um, <laughs> they move around so much. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. it was, so it was a very enjoyable Pretty sleepless night. <laughs> so, but nonetheless, I'm doing very well. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, how are you doing, David? Yeah, I'm doing well, too. Thank you for asking. Good, we, good, uh, good. Yep, yep. We still have still have a few things. Still have the manger up from Christmas. Oh, yeah, but we've, we've got to... We, I mean, I'm just not in a hurry to take that down. We it's, have all of our Christmas stuff up because I have got a contractor at my house, 
and he is set up with a tile saw in my laundry room, which is my storage room. Um, so I can't even take my tree down. <laughs> it's, wow. And it might be a while. So uh, wait, is he cutting tile in your storage room? He will be, yes. I would... Uh... I would encourage you to find a way to open a window and vent That's that a wet out. Yeah. It, oh, it, it won't is. be oh, too okay. bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got a guy do that in our... Oh, if you're cutting concrete. Um, oh, my in goodness. In the wintertime. And Those fumes will kill you. Well, I mean, it's just it's mm-hmm. finely ground bits of, like, broken glass, microscopic broken glass. But it's you amazing. can see it, like, kind of hazy in the air. Yes. Yeah. And I so said, if you, you wear a mask, it might actually keep some of those particles. <laughs> it would keep some of them out, for sure. Oh, yeah. I said, but you're, I said, you're not going to do that here. You, I said, we're gonna. So he said, well, I don't have time to blah, blah, blah. So while he was at lunch, I, I got a fan set up in the window. I did a makeshift door out of plywood because there was no door in that particular bathroom at the time. And then I hooked it all up to a, uh, to a just a little power outlet mm-hmm. switchy thing so all i had to do is hit the switch open the window hit the switch and boom and it's he said well it's gonna be that's gonna that's gonna really increase your heating bill i said i'll pay the heating bill i just don't yeah. want that stuff in the, in the yeah. house and then he came in and he forgot to do it he just didn't even do it <laughs> and i come in it's like it's like someone put a fog, a fog machine on you know if, if you if you could hear the stories of the what was happened in david's house as a result of construction i mean literally <laughs> yes. everyone that he has brought into the house paid yep. professionals to come into the house to do something have messed it up and made things much much worse. Yeah. i mean every single one and we're talking like over a dozen. Yeah. Well, they wrecked a 72-inch TV at Paul's house yesterday, so um, her contractors did. Oh, I was going to tell wow. you guys, um, I had to wear a mask yesterday for over half a day. Um, yeah, and uh, I just wanted to... Um, Were you robbing a bank? Tell my wife that I miss her and uh, get better. She's in the hospital. Oh, so she is. Uh, yeah, she had neck surgery again yesterday. So, oh, right. Um, yeah, so you still have to wear a mask. And it wasn't like I was going to go and leave her there by herself as she was getting operated on. So I had it just barely covering my nose and my mouth. I didn't wear it the way it was supposed to down here. Nobody was. I I just had a brilliant idea because, like, you know, if people ever, like, come at me about that stuff, which they never do. I I wish they would. But um, I would say, well, you need to be wearing one over your behind because COVID can transmit through fecal oral route, which means if you're tooting. And I'm smelling it, and you're sick. I'm getting it. No kidding. So we need wow. to. I just had the brilliant idea. That, we need to invent brilliant. the mask the, underwear. The, you know, the mask with underwear. the yes, with the surgical. Well, that's that's why we well, have a pure mist machine up there. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'd be farting in here. We're all good. Well, is that? I mean, is that true? Does flatulence count to create the fecal oral? Right. Route? Yeah. Is yep. it really? It's what it is? What it wow. sounds like? Yeah. Like this. Wow. This if it's coming from these two orifices. Yeah. Um, if yes. they transmit between one to the other. <laughs> yep. So, oh, my God. If you're, if you're no requiring idea. me to wear a mask on my face, I'm requiring you to wear one over your, right, right. your well, patoot. They, well, but they would claim that any any piece of cloth becomes yeah. magical once yeah. it's used as a mask. <laughs> okay, so, so don't use your underwear. underwear as a mask. But they, <laughs> they do anyway, though. People do that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's this, this whole COVID it's, thing, it just never ceases underwear. to amaze me. <laughs> 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 we're so far ahead of this. We're so far ahead That's of the game the on this show. It's not even funny, right. folks. <laughs> truly, though, we truly, should. before there was Robert Malone and Peter McCullough, there was the, David Waterman, there was Gene Gullicks, there was Aaron McSparren, there was Dan Stanislavski, and the guy and the wonderful people behind the scenes. MC, truly, Midwest Pop- and we're Pop- now uh, we should. The N95 underwear brought to you by MPHC <laughs> ahead of the game. You know, ahead of I the love game. That. Maybe we'll have to talk to our video people and have something made up for that. that that's good stuff there. That's Jeez. really good. And it can be blue. Yeah, yeah. Light blue. Yeah. With pleats. Yeah. Oh, pleated underwear. Pleated underwear. Not only are they underwear, but yeah, I can see the TV ad right now. And, and radio stations would probably buy that. You know? Yeah. Don't get COVID. Wow. So we're bringing you some of the, some fun Funny stuff before we get into the not Serious so funny stuff. Serious you know, stuff. Yeah. See a little little comedy to lighten the mood, but here we go. A picture of things to come. So I was, last week, I was in Bismarck. I was, you know, serving my state yes. and called yes, upon by one of my, uh, one of the wonderful representatives, legislators in our, in our state by the name of Jeff Hoverson. Very awesome man. Yeah. Um, and he, I was there to testify in front of the Committee on Health and Human Services on behalf of a bill that said that if any international health regulation or federal government regulation 
comes into effect, the state of North Dakota will not enforce such uh, regulation. Very simple bill. And just intuitive and in, in terms of any freedom, any sense of sovereignty of humanity that a human has over their own body, wonderful. You know, great bill. So I went down there to testify, and I didn't, I didn't realize that, that, that the World Health Organization is meeting very soon here. Yeah. Um, and what they're doing is one of the things they tried to do last year is to essentially propose what I'm about to read here, which, they're, again, they were denied last year. Here's what they're proposing now. The proposed amendments, and this is to the IHR, the International Health Regulations, and the IHRRC, which is International Health Regulations Review Committee, are proposing these changes to the what the globe agrees to in terms of international health regulations. One is to change the overall nature of the WHO from an advisory organization that merely makes recommendations to a governing body whose proclamations would be legally binding. It would wow. greatly, number two, it would greatly expand the scope of international health regulations to include scenarios that merely have a potential, potential to impact public health. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Which means they can just, be, I mean, how any, many things have potential to impact? Jeez. How many things? A great tons. Number. Exactly. Tons. Yeah. Tons. At so least, th- at least five. <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm in this room. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so they're going to, the, humanity will become their playthings, essentially. That, that's what's happened since the beginning of COVID, but it's going to be just um, made steroids. a statute. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. The, number three, they'll seek to remove respect for dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms of people. Number four, they'll give the director wow. general of the WHO control over the means of production through an allocation plan for health products to require develop states parties to supply pandemic response products as desired. So again, like they're just turning. I mean, so and it goes on. There's lots, there's lots. I won't read them all and they're all terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, this is, this is actually one thing I, I, I said, I, and I said a lot of what I think are important things to this, this committee in my testimony, but it's important to understand what we're living under here. Sure. And we are now in a, in a situation where you have an international bureaucracy and that's what it is. A, an absolute bureaucracy where you have a dictate a dictocrat who's sitting at top of this bureaucracy that says something just says we need to lock down mm-hmm. we need to wear masks we need to take a shot in the arm and then what happens is every nation under this you know pyramidal scheme here goes along with it sure right and then this is such a strong bureaucracy that it trickles down to grand forks public health department making mm-hmm. these declarations and then it goes sideways to pol- uh, school boards etc cetera, etc cetera, right. and hospitals you name it yeah. right so we have an international bureaucracy that controls human behavior, the likes of which the world's never seen before. And when you have, this is what's so fundamental about representative government is that you have to have a place you can go to air your grievances, yes. right, David? Yes. Is that somewhere? Have I heard that there somewhere before? Something like that. That someone yeah. else said that a yeah. few weeks ago or something. Yeah, there's yeah. back in some history. Yeah, uh, so representative. Yeah, taxation without representation yeah, and all that. Yeah. All that rot, yes, you know, we don't like that here. Yeah, so in this scenario, where does a man who lives in Grand Forks, how can we possibly go air our grievance in the front of international board? First of all, you're not going to be able to travel outside of your state pretty soon. So how can you fly to Geneva or wherever they're going to have this international board to air your grievances? Like, and then why would they listen to you? You know, you're just a little peon. The, you're less than a peon. You're a, you're a speck of dust in their eyes, you know? So, so we're, we're, they're laying the groundwork. The groundwork has already been laid, and, it's been, and, it's, and, and the proof has been, the experiment has proven successful in terms of COVID-19 and human, human behavioral control. They've, they've narrowed in on viruses and health as a way to manipulate mass people en masse, which is to say most of the globe. So, and now they're just going to make the law and it's going to absolutely subvert sovereignty. I mean, it doesn't, they can't actually make a law that subverts these things, right? A law that says that you have to, you know, take a shot in your arm at the dictate at the whim of any, you know, bureaucrat doesn't exist. I mean, and if that law does exist on paper, it's not, a law that you mm-hmm. you should follow. In fact, you should fight against such a law. Sure, uh, with all your being. So, so <laughs> yeah, let me just in, in response to that, if I may. Uh, here's a quote I thought was kind of interesting. I got this off a. This is on a bathroom wall. I hope it's okay for me to read this here. Uh, Somebody looking to hire. 
<laughs> anyway. <laughs> bad, bad, maybe it was on an underpass. I don't remember. Uh, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Mm. Is that what you're alluding to? Yeah. Because someone else wrote that in some obscure place <laughs> once. Yeah. Once. Uh, that. By the and way, that, we... that, that, would, that would completely obliterate that right that we yes. have. Yeah. It would basically, it would essentially undermine the role of the Congress mm -hmm. and the sure. role of the U.S. Constitution yeah. in protecting and preserving the rights of American citizens yeah. as, as free people mm -hmm. to but, live yeah, yeah. freely. Uh, under the under the the freedoms that were granted to us by God as human beings, yeah. because these are these are God given rights. They're not yeah. man given right. Right. rights. Right. They're yeah. God given rights. Right. Yeah. And so, David, can you just? I mean, for people that don't know, what was it that you just read there? Well, that was that was the that was the first. That amendment was the first the amendment of uh, the Constitution. The first amendment. The first, the first yes. one. And yeah. so, if I'm one of these guys, these 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 evil evil international uh, predators, mm -hmm. um, and I ex observed what happened during March of 2020, I would say that people weren't fighting for that right. People weren't fighting for the, the, the Bill of Rights, the First Amendment. They would said, oh, you know what, yep, uh, I'm scared, so I'm going to stay at home. That's, that's how I interpret that. And I say, <laughs> successful, mm -hmm. mission successful. And then they've been, been testing things and, and troubleshooting. They have to, by the way, they, there, are, there are so many think tanks that run our world that blow your mind. Oh, gosh, they, I know. And they don't have, again, they don't have complete control. They have, yeah. the, they have a general plan, like, okay, this is yeah. kind yeah. of our timeline, what we want to do. It's written in pencil, maybe some erasable pen or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something like that, you know? But it's like, okay, okay, well, this... And, they, and especially with, the, the, with social media, it's so beautiful. They can, they can analyze things in, in live time. They can analyze people's reactions to things in live time. You know, when Dan says that, he means beautiful from their perspective. Sure. Right, right, right. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so they're, they're just <laughs> gathering all this data, just tons of tons of data. And, and they're saying, OK, this is working. This is working. This is working. OK, we have a little blip here. We need to adjust. You know, we need to put more effort into censoring, you know, this and that. OK, OK, this there's there's a lot of this. OK, this thing place called MPHC, this group called MPHC. Well, they're ahead of the game. They got, they got a lot of data there. We got to unleash the, uh, you know, our professionals mm -hmm. to, to take the limelight so that we can silo these people sure. into, into Peter McCullough and Robert Malone. <laughs> Oops, did I just say that? Um, and so and so, I mean, I mean, this 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 is what they do, though. They, I mean, this is no there's no joke. I mean, they I mean, look what happened. And with, we'll uh, and the, the Great Reset, yes. all the shows. Oh, I mean, yeah. those shows. How, how much traction were we getting in those early days on the, on this show? Quite yeah. a bit. Right. Tons. Right. Yep. Tons. Yeah. Tons. Even while you were getting blowback from people that you knew who said, come on, get off of that. Oh, yeah. We were getting, no, I know. That's why I was not going to stop the show. Yeah. Just because right. a couple of you people didn't like it, that's yeah. too bad. I mean, lots and lots of people were starting to watch this show right you know yep um and so and the, so they shadow ban i mean they shadow ban us but guys i mean it's it's it still just blows my mind that the people who are saying these things like that we are saying not as well but they're saying them like uh i think it's i don't know the exact answer but like um russell brand uh jp sears these guys are still on youtube and stuff you yeah. know and yep. they get hundreds of thousands sure. millions of views on yeah. some of their stuff you know it's like why they're mm -hmm. still on youtube but where where we get a few thousand oh yeah. we can't have that right you know right. it's it's a very interesting thing so and, okay and, but these are the and they're not even all americans for pete's sake right right you know and but these are the things that i'm talking about they have they're like oh we need for some reason they're letting you know these guys exist on YouTube and stuff. That even though they have a message that is ostensibly against the narrative, you know, so they're they're game planning everything to to to. It's like a animals. It's like it's like hurting animals. You know, you you start feeding them, you give them, you know, food. Every you come back on a, uh, the same time every day, you just give them food, mm -hmm. and you you have them come up to your truck and you give them food, and then and then you kind of start just pounding some posts, you know, in the ground. And then give them food by these posts, yep. and then put fences, mm. you know, and make a bigger fence. And eventually, they're they're you're, you're feeding them they're out of your hand, and they're in a, a, a an enclosure they can't get out of. You can't get you know? out, right? And that's this is what they're building here. Mm. Okay, right. So absolutely, and we're the animals. <laughs> yes, that's yes, yeah, yeah, right. yes, yeah. absolutely. We and we are animals. I mean, we are. Uh, it's it's sad that we have been so. And I've said this on the show, I don't know, six, seven times, but we're the most domesticated species yeah. on planet Earth. Yeah. Any other species that has been this domesticated would have lashed out a long time ago. <clears throat> our, our, we were talking about yesterday how our, they've literally removed our survival 
instincts yeah. from us, you know, yeah. like gen- the genetic instinct to reproduce and then to protect your offspring, which all animals have, bees have, wasp have, you gave yeah. that awesome analogy there. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like they've taken that from humans though. It's, right. it's, it's, it's scientific They, they, they not only have taken it from us, they've actually reversed the concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's not a single animal in the known world that intentionally aborts its offspring. Mm-hmm. There's not a mother, goose, hen, chicken, bear, zebra, lion, cobra, anything <laughs> that would say, hmm, I'm going to be reproducing here. I better stop that. Let's kill it. Yeah, there are animals that do abort their fetuses, but not on purpose. It is Correct. to survive. That's- yeah. Well, yeah, right. Or there's something yeah. that's wrong with the See, like white-tailed deer is a great example up here with the bad winters. If they can't feed, most deer are pregnant, impregnated with twins. Um, if it comes to it and they're having a hard time because of deep snow, can't find food, whatever, they will abort one of the twins and the body and the other twin can help live off of that somehow or another. I don't know if that makes sense, but so they don't, but they don't take a pill to do that. No, no, they do not. They don't decide they're going to do It's a mother nature thing. They don't use a a coat hanger or anything. No. That's because they have to go to Moorhead. That's because your abortions are safe and effective. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And available. Yeah. Every child, a brand and bonnet child. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So, (laughs) so, Suddenly, I was swept back to the Clinton days. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so, the, so the point is that that now the concept that children are somehow a negative factor in a, in a an adult's life has taken great hold mm. in American culture. Yeah, I mean, the number of adults. I don't want not children. No, thanks. Not. Uh, you know what? I just. I like my life. <laughs> I want to be free. Mm-hmm. I might get a fur baby. Yeah, sure. I might get a fur baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what 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 does what does that mean? Well, you know, like a doggy or a kitty. Mm-hmm. Good luck uh, having them take care of you when you're old. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good luck having them care about you at all. How are they gonna? I mean, <laughs> the idea that I've heard adults say this. Yeah, and once they're 18, they're out of here. And kids say this, when I'm 18, I'm out of here. I can't stand this. Oh, where did that idea come from? I mean, where, where does it? Uh, sure, some families are, some families are unhealthy. There Unfortunately, are, many are. An increasing number. Yeah. Uh, and so when you're living in an unhealthy or an abusive environment, yeah, of course you want to get out. But the goal should be to create healthy families. Yes. And uh, the, the, the most important, most powerful institutions in the world know that because they're all families. Yeah. You, uh, the, the, the most powerful <laughs> institutions in the world are families. Yeah. You talk about fur babies. I use this for a joke my neighbor tells me one day last week. I don't think it was on this show. Uh, lock your wife and your dog in the trunk of your car for a half hour. Open up the trunk. See who loves you then. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you, it's not going to be your wife. I've said that for years. It's actually, actually, the way that I tell it, it goes like this: Yeah, lock them both in the trunk for an hour, and when open it up, see who's actually happy to see you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know the answer to that. So, David, no, you made a very interesting point, a very good point. What do you mean by the most powerful institutions in the world are families? Uh, what do I mean by that? Well, <laughs> people think that that companies have a lot of power. People mm-hmm. think that governments have a lot of power. People think that the World Bank has a lot of power. We've, you've talked about the World Bank. Yeah. But all those, all those lower forms of authority and institutions are run by families. Mm-hmm. They all are. Oh, yeah. The Rockefellers, the Rothschilds. Mm-hmm. These are families. Oh, yes. They're not corporations. They're not nonprofits. They're families. Yeah. There, it's a family that gets together, and 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 I, I, I think it's safe to say that the most powerful ones, the ones that that run, you know, economies with trillions of dollars, and they're all completely controlled by them, uh, are corrupt families. They did things that they shouldn't do in order to get there. Mm-hmm. But there are other examples of families that are. Uh, 
that are also powerful and, and you know, Hilton, uh, DuPont, those are all family names. Mm-hmm. Uh, where if a person builds a business and they're shrewd and they're forward, they know what they're doing, and then the children come in and they're taught by their father how to do business and what, how to make a profit and how to avoid, you know, going out of business. And then they hand it over at some point when the children are ready to take over. And then, they're, and then that continues and then their children come in. You can create enormous wealth like that. Yeah. And that's been true for thousands of years. Yes. The Bible says that a righteous man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Okay, so that to the grandchildren. So if if wealth was created in that way, there could be lots of very powerful families, sure. and there are certainly oh, yeah. lots of powerful so, families. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> correct. And they, these are by far the most powerful things in the, in, on in, the world. In, in, in the, the world. world is our families, and right. it's so interesting because in the, on the top of the food chain, you have the financial elite, the financial families, but even on the second rung. You have the technocrats, the the scientific elite, and there is a very long history. I think there's even a, a Wikipedia page of the Huxley family interbreeding with the Wedgwood family, uh. and it's and it's been generations. So they interbreed as well with select yeah. financial families or scient- or technocratic families because they want to keep all the wealth and control concentrated sure. in, in their family. in their families, right. mm-hmm. which is a shame because you know I really like Wedgwood China. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, I think it's really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> The, the what? <laughs> you know, this guy. That's like, whenever, whenever you, you, there's like the Bognavog twins or whatever, there's oh, these, yeah. these people like they, they just <laughs> mutilated them. I don't even know what they did to them. But uh, I, and I don't honestly, I don't even remember if they're actually one of these families or not. But uh, but it's funny to check check them out. It's, you'll get a laugh. Um, but yeah, so there is there is absolute truth to the strength in families and. Notice what David's been alluding to here, uh, the distinct targeted attack on families. They're, they're targeting religion. They're targeting families in order to destroy society. And they have done an absolute number on that. And that, this goes back to another famous family, the Darwins, yeah. of the technocratic class. And Charles Galton Darwin uh, did an episode in one of his books called The Next Million Years. He was the grandson of Charles Darwin. And he talked about essentially what was the intellectual sterilization by creating new new creeds, new new ideologies, wherein instead uh, you make it so that instead of them, instead of couples wanting to have children, they can have a nicer car or uh, you know a nicer mm-hmm. house and just these simple things. So, and so you create this materialistic mentality of I want more things, I want more self indulgence, and as David pointed out, these people are going to be dying with empty bottles of SSRIs and wine, you know, just lined up there, yeah, you know, right. um, and because it, so a picture of things to come. You have these these families that dominate the world, sitting at on top of the food chain, on top of an international bureaucracy, inside of which people will be more and more depressed. Once again, the World Health Organization predicted by 2030 that depression and deaths of despair will be the number one cause of disease burden in the world, out, yeah. outpacing cardiac illness and cancers and all these things. You know, So you have people who are supremely unhappy and not reproducing. And they, and they predicted it because they're actually pushing it. They're yes. actually, they've, they've, they're the architects Absolutely. Of, the, of the whole thing. Yeah. Again, Charles Garton Darwin, that book was 1958 or something like that. You know, they're, yeah. they, they are, they created this matrix, this, this ideology, this digital information flowing from your, your screen that you're staring at from the, from, uh, they want it from birth, you mm-hmm. know, that influences right. mm-hmm. your perception of reality and influences your culture, your mores, your value systems. Yeah, and they and they and they um, they understand that because they understand the power of the family. When it's, I mean, they they've corrupted it, but they understand the power of the family, and they don't want competition, right? So sure. their goal is to make sure that there are no competing families that try to oppose them, right? They they if you're a good, decent, moral, mm-hmm. caring human being. And you discover something really good, something that really benefits you, that makes your life better. You'd want to share that with other people, right? right? To, right. to make their lives better. But if you are an aggressive, psychopathic, um, uh, 
person with 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 tyrannical leanings and and a desire to manipulate and control and destroy other people's lives and you discover something that works something that actually makes you powerful are are you going to share that with anybody no you're going to try to your best to prevent anybody else from from doing that and that's exactly what they've done and that's why they are attacking the family the back to biblical times as we said before the the uh Sorry, did I say a bad word? No. Is that biblical? Does that, because that, okay. You think uh, my brother-in-law would know I do a show at 11 o'clock every day? Yeah. You would think. You, maybe you should tell him. Yeah. Well. Uh, that, uh, that the family is the, is the, the foundation of society. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the building block for sure. creating any, any society, any culture, any nation. Um, and so it has been so... And Satan knows that, and so he's attacking the family, and he's using these other people to attack and destroy the family. So in America, they have, we've got, the, you know, to prevent the family from becoming wealthy and successful, we've got things like property taxes, and then we've got the income death tax, income tax and death tax, 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 the, the, uh, the, they call it an inheritance tax, actually. 401ks. They actually come out and call it an inheritance tax. We're going to take, oh, yeah. so you know mm-hmm. what inherits, to, let me just translate it for you. We're going to steal from your children. Exactly. <laughs> the yep. money you've saved yep. up for your children, mm-hmm. we're taking that. No, no, I, 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 I get it. Uh, we need to take a little break here. Um, yeah, uh, we got a lot more to talk about here in the Great Reset. Uh, but I want to talk about Oprah Heaven's Cakes. For some reason I've had a sweet tooth all day. Thinking about going down there, Oprah Heaven's Cakes. You know what? Um, man, their, their homemade baked goods are so good. Uh, special occasion or like right now just a treat uh, incredible specialty items you can either call them up and order or just walk in to find out more and while you're there you might as well have some lunch too uh, enjoy homemade lunch and soup keto gluten-free vegan and diabetic options they've got them all maybe you're a business owner your people work hard for you treat them with their monthly employee discounts they're on the north back side of the grand cities mall open tuesday through fridays from 10 to 4 saturdays 9 to noon Call them up, 701-757-CAKE, or go to overheavenscakes at yahoo.com. And they're looking for a, if, uh, you're looking for a cake job, too. Over Heaven's Cakes is hiring. Hey, be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Over Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, we did get a text. I'm going to go back here a little bit uh, when I was talking about my wife in the hospital. Jeannie says, John, uh, when you're in the room with your wife, you do not need to wear a mask. But when my mother was in the hospital, with occasional exceptions, with the Nazi at the front desk, I took it off before going into the elevator and didn't wear it after that. Now, uh, here's what happened yesterday. My wife got out of surgery at about 1030 in the morning and did not have her own room until long after I left. Um, There wasn't any. Wow. So they let me they go in her? and see her after three hours. I finally got to go see her in the recovery room, along with how many other people that were in there. You know, you just got the curtains around you in each room and all your. So I, curtains I, stop COVID, don't you know? that? Well, I know. the cur- <laughs> Yeah. Um, but so cloth. that's why if I would have been in her room. You know, that would have been a different story. Most rooms now are single rooms in the hospital. So uh, if that would have been the case, I would have not worn my mask so a picture of things to come the great reset chief science officer dr dan stanislavski executive director david waterman with the midwest public health coalition gentlemen where did we leave off john i before we go any further i just want to thank you for the these you've got new chairs here in the studio yeah, they're pretty swank you, aren't you notice they? this look at this i'm i'm laying i'm i'm sitting back i'm chilling now yeah. I love this. These chairs cost more than my first pickup. <laughs> They're very comfortable. Yeah, you know, for the first uh, two years ago when we started the Great Reset, which I don't think it was called the, it wasn't called the Great Reset mm-hmm. then. Um, we, I would, le- I would get back to the office and my neck would be so stiff from leaning forward mm-hmm. to talking to the mic. And now, look at this. Look yeah, these are even swivels. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than this. Yeah. And the wheels really roll. Could we could have some, have some really fi- good chair races. Can I get some in more of those thing. finger sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> like some of those. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, back to the doom and gloom, folks. You know, doom and gloom. It's always happy here. <laughs> always happy. Uh, no. So what we're talking about? Picture of things to come. Picture of things to come. Let's, and then there, so this what I'm about to read is an analysis of the U.S. population growth, and I'm going to read some analyses of. The some other state uh, nations population growth of the last year, newly released Census Bureau estimates. So this is from Brookings Brookings Institute, which is 
pretty good think tank. Uh, new, I mean, it's okay. Newly released Census Bureau estimates show that in the last year, the nation's populations grew modestly. The U.S. population grew by a tepid 0.38%, 0.38% between, between July 21st and July 2020, slightly above the historic low of 0.16 during the first full year of the COVID-19 pandemic. Although the number of births rose, the number of deaths was still high as the pandemic continued. But here we go. The major contributor to the nation's small population growth uptick was an increase in net immigration from abroad. A sharp contrast from the previous year's extremely low immigration level. So Mm. population growth is Mm. grinding to a halt. Again, this is all intentional, all intentional. Um, So this is from Daily Clout. Nine months post-COVID mRNA vaccine rollout, substantial birth rate drops in 13 European countries, England, Wales, Australia, and Taiwan. So birth rate drops were seen in 13 of 19 European countries. 13 of 19 European countries had a, had a, a, a birth rate drop. And we, I think we, we, we kind of covered some of this because there were certain months where they took snapshots there was, yeah. Yeah, of this where there was just like shockingly mm-hmm. high. Actually, on the news this morning, I heard China. For the first time in many, 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 many years, their population is declining. Yes, yes. It is. Yeah. How about yeah. that? China. Wow. Yep. Yeah, right. So, yeah, there was a... So we, the decline in births in Switzerland is the largest in 150 years, more than during two world wars, the Great Depression, and the wow. advent of widely available birth control. Wow. Yeah. There was an 8.3% drop in birth rate in Germany. Uh, England and Wales had a 12% birth rate drop through June 2022. Tyron po- reported an, uh, an alarming birth rate drop, but the data are incomplete. Australian birth rates fell 21% from October, followed by a 63% decrease from November to December. I mean, these are stunning numbers, actually. They're stunning when you when you consider that this is like the future population of humanity, mm-hmm. and they're culling it. I mean, right, they, again, right. they don't want you born, by the way. I mean, right. so again, they want it to be... Uh, you know, they don't want to have to be like an abortion, right? Mm-hmm. Ideally, they don't have to do abortions anymore. You know, that's the goal. We'd never have to do abortions. By the way, abortions are the number one cause of death on planet Earth, between 40 and 60 million across the globe every single year now. Uh, United States is close to a million every year. So just, I mean, so this plus abortions, plus birth control, plus, you know, plus people not wanting to have kids. I mean, the, the it's staggering how they're eliminating future humans. Right. Is, it still, is it still a million a year in America? Well, the last I saw was, I think the stats were 2020, and it was nine, uh, just shy of a million, like wow. 900 and some thousand. And, and, ho- yeah. and hopefully the fact that Roe versus Wade has been overturned will That should have that. a significant effect, I you would, would expect. I would think so. Yeah, so we'll see. But, but yeah, so that, that's wonderful. I mean, if it, it could even like cut it in half, you know, which would be yeah. great. Oh. I mean, that's, so, that's 500,000 yes. 500, life saved. Are you... What are your thoughts on birth control? Oh, I'm against it in all its forms. Okay, yep. okay. Um, yep. It was funny because uh, years ago I used to me. wear the, the big buddy holly. <laughs> you didn't ask me. Okay, your thoughts. <laughs> Pardon me? Your thoughts on birth control. On what? Oh, birth <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm against it too. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Think it's, I think years, it's years ago when I used to wear the big buddy holly glasses, they were actually military frames uh, that I got. And, and when I was explaining to the lady what I wanted, she says, oh, you want BC glasses. And I always, the same thing they wore in Vietnam, I thought basic combat. Oh, okay. She goes, no, it stands for birth control. And I'm like, what? You'd be so ugly in those glasses, you'll never get to get it on with a woman. <laughs> so we call them birth control glasses. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. This is the John, John Roberts form of birth control. Right yeah. Here, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, ladies. <laughs> so people don't know this. So like the, these, 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 these planners have been in action for a very very long time, mm-hmm. and they tried to trot out um, the the sex, drugs, and rock and roll schema uh, some forty years before then in the twenties. With uh, they had the what was it? The, I think it was the, the Charleston dance, and they tried to unleash the miniskirt mm-hmm. and make things you know. And then the nightclub scene, they really were emphasizing this nightclub scene. Um, but the problem is, they had a lot of children being born to parents that didn't want them, and orphanages were becoming packed. So they delayed it until the 60s when you had, uh, obviously, televisions everywhere. But then, and then you had the, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. They had the, you know, the, the, 
the um, pop artist, which was you know like the Beatles style in the in the in the vein of the Beatles, essentially come on your television and they'd be hammered or whatever, and then the mm. and then the, the the host of the show would be like, oh, you naughty boy, you yeah, know. But this yeah. is all appealing to the to the younger generation. Mm-hmm. But the thing they had then was the, the that they the the key, the silver bullet was birth control. Sure. They had the pill. You know, and so they got rid of the pesky problem of having far too many kids and unwanted mm-hmm. children roaming the world. This is scientific. I mean, people don't understand what they've been born into. You were born into a system of what was what is trying to be is getting closer to totalitarian scientific control of your thoughts and your behavior, a hundred percent. You know, and the, the, again, this is all playing into destruction of the family, destruction of the family, um, as because things like the Beatles essentially created a new language that was targeted at the children. You know, the, the words like cool, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And, and then it, it groovy. became groovy, right? All that stuff. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, mom and dad, you, don't, you just don't understand. You, you just don't get it. Yeah. And if, if mom and dad weren't as involved as they should be in their, in their kids' lives... Could be in the square. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right, but that's exactly right. Yep. You know, that, and so you're saying that that was all, that was all planned out. That was right, all... because you separate generations. You yes. say, oh, there's, this, there's this now a division between children and parents. You know what they called it in the 70s? It was a big, the big buzzword back then. The generation gap. Yeah, right. Yeah. That was it. That was ever the generation yeah. I gap. I still use the word groovy all the time just to throw people off. You, They're you, like, what? Yeah. But, the, but the, right. But the, the point that Dan is making is that this this schism between between adults and, and their children, especially their teenage children, was all manipulated. It was all foisted on us uh, un, unbeknownst to the oh, people yes. that were behind they go oh yeah there's this generation gap i just can't understand oh you just don't understand me yep. you just my parents just yeah. don't understand me you're so square oh, i don't understand my kids they're so yeah. weird they do weird bizarre yeah. kooky things i don't understand them <laughs> that's the generation gap there are books written on that I mean, dozens probably dozens. hundreds of books written the, on that the frankfurt school and uh, those guys like adorno and these people were cultural marxists yes. wrote uh, this was a goal of theirs to do these things, right. you know, and to and, and to use music, Adorno especially to use yeah. music and the power of music yeah. to insert this wedge. And again, it's the, these just it's, it's like you need to take time to to really think about these things because now they're just words coming out of my mouth. And what does that you know? Who cares? But when you step back and try and absorb the depth and the breadth of the evil that mm-hmm, we're talking about mm-hmm. here, I mean, they're literally sapping families of love for each other. Right. Right. How awful is that? You know, it's terrible. Driving a wedge between parents and children. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's that important. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, whether something's important or not, I, in my opinion, depends on what God says about it. Sure. Right. Yeah. So the question is, did God really care about the relationship between his father and father and son? Did he care about that? What do you think? Do you think God cared about that? I think so. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is there any proof of that? <clears throat> do you have any evidence to support that theory? I do. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> the last chapter of Malachi, which is the last book in the Old Testament. Malachi? Malachi. Yep. The Italian prophet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they... Um, well, let's see. I don't want to take a lot of time digging for this, but I just happen to have a very small copy of the Holy Scriptures here. Let's see what it says in Malachi. The that very thing looks like you chapter. probably got it about when it was written. <laughs> <laughs> That's got right. some mileage on it it's there, got a David. Bit of mileage on it, yes, it does. There it is. There it is. Malachi chapter four. <laughs> <clears throat> Behold, I'm going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. This is the this is this is what God is going to do before the Messiah comes, mm-hmm. before Jesus is born. Okay, this is what this is talking about. Right? You with me? Before the Messiah. Mm-hmm. I will send you, I'm going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord, and he will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Otherwise, otherwise, it says less, but that means otherwise. I will come and smite the land with a curse. Am I off the air? No, no. I can't hear anything on my headphones, though. It just went dead. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, I can't hear you. Try it again. 
<laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think it's working again. No, it's not over here. Really? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can hear myself. Yeah, I don't know. If uh, you can all hear me. I, I cannot hear you, and I cannot hear you. Sound is off. Try it again, David. Oh, boy, we are being attacked, uh, folks. See, yeah, I, I, can you hear me now? No, I can't. So is this, is this is our feed? No, it's, it shows. I got... It's there, yeah, I just can't hear you through my headphones. Keep going. Uh, You're all right. Okay. I don't know what it is. I can hear everybody else and everything else. All right. So I would. So does that mean? Oh, just for David. Yeah, I just can't hear you. There. You can hear me now. Now I can. What the hell? No. Oh. (laughs) Can uh, Can anybody out in Radioland hear me? Yeah, well, I can hear you now, so I'm, I'm guessing sure we're fine. Can. I don't know what the hell happened there. Uh, yeah, okay. Junior wrote, we can't hear either. Okay, I think we fixed it, though. All right. Better now. Good, good. Thank you. What the heck happened there? That was weird. That was really weird. Uh, Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think they are. Yeah, they're actually listening. I'll just read the whole thing again just in case anyone sure, missed it sure. or everybody missed it. I'm going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord, and he will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children and the children, the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the land with a curse. What does smite mean, John? What does that mean? Basically means to knock it down, beat it down, mm. kill it, so, whatever. So that's bad. Yeah. That would be bad. Yeah. And curse is also, that sounds mm-hmm. bad to me. Mm-hmm. Is that bad? That's bad. Mm-hmm. So, so in other words, that's how important the relationship between children and their fathers is to God on this earth. That he wouldn't even send the Messiah until he'd sent Elijah, who we know was John the Baptist, mm-hmm. who came in the spirit of Elijah, to restore the hearts of the children to the fathers and the fathers of the children. So in other words, in other words, so... If if God wants the hearts of the fathers and the children to be restored to be strong together, right? Then who can we guess doesn't want them to be strong? Can we take a little stab at that? If God Bill wants Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to give a round of applause for that one, Bill Gates. <laughs> Dan is an anchor to this show. <laughs> What? Who? So, John, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to put you on the spot. I hate it when you do that. I okay. know. If, but it keeps you on your toes, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. If God wants fathers and their children, if they're to, for their hearts to be bound, if they to have a good relationship, right, to mm-hmm. be strong relationship, if God wants that, who doesn't want it? Other than Bill Gates, the devil. Right. Thank you. I think that's exactly correct. Mm-hmm. The His devil doesn't want it. Pretty easy because <laughs> Satan wants to to he wants to undo the plans of God. Sure. Anything that God likes, Satan hates. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So so he's been doing this. Satan has been on the attack towards the family from the very beginning. From the beginning, actually started in the Garden of Eden. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So and he's still doing it. Mm-hmm. And today Satan has a lot of helpers. And would you Bill say Gates, they- Adorno? Uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Darwin. All these guys. They're all Satan's little helpers. And would you say that America and the world is being smitten? Smoted? I don't know. The, I don't know. Smoted? We are. We under are, curse. Under I, curse. I, I think we are. I think we absolutely are, too. We've put ourselves under a curse, and yes. the destruction of the family is almost complete in yeah. America. Yes. Uh, it's harder and harder and harder. To raise children, and I mean Dan. Dan is at a he's at a very blessed stage right now. His children are all oh, young. Um, Best days of my life for sure. I know they are too. Yeah, absolutely, I know, I know they are. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. And what you want to do is hit that freeze button that freezes mm-hmm. everything in your household, and, the, and so nothing changes until we've got everything else fixed. And then you can unfreeze <laughs> yeah. it and start yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. 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 If only we could do that. Oh man. <clears throat> That'd be wonderful. Yeah, it would. But that, so, the, but that, that's the problem. That at some point, Dan is not going to because right now his children are at home, yep. and they're because they're young and they're at home, and they 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 look to their father for everything, for mm-hmm. advice, for you know what's right, what's wrong, what's true, what's false, and and he protects them. 
that's his job. But at some point, they're going to start, as they get older, it's harder to keep them locked away in the basement like I would do with any daughter I had until she's 35. <laughs> uh, but, but, and so they start going out in the world and get in, mm-hmm. getting infected by this contagion that's been spread by these very evil, evil, uh, Satan-powered uh, people mm-hmm. like Bill Gates. Sure. And the others. Yeah. And, and so, what do we, so what do we do about it? What are we going to do about yeah. it? That's the question. Yeah. Can we do anything about it? Yep. Is it possible to, to, to resist evil? Is it possible to win? Is it possible sure for the good guys ever to come out on, on it top? It is. It is. But it's Absolutely up to every is. single one of us to do that. You can't keep saying to yourself, well, I'm going to wait till David does something, or I'm going to wait till Dr. Dan does something, and then maybe I will. Yeah. You have to put it in your brain, folks. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of this. Yes. And you, I want to do something about it. Thank That's you, John. Right. Yes, That's it's absolutely exactly true. Because right. one of the things people do is they watch TV and they wait for their mm-hmm. personal Messiah to come. Sure. You know? You're right. They yep. wait for someone who will be supplied. He will be or she will be a supplied individual. <laughs> Again, one of the there's a lot of aspects that work against us here. Tons, tons of sciences. And one of them is cult personality. They 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 create personas that you only ever experience through your television that you fall in love with mm. that are not there to save you. They're not mm-hmm. there to help you. Mm-hmm. No. They're there to destroy you, sure. actually. They're there, they're there to, again, build that fence around you, slowly but surely. Elon Musk is the most prominent and obvious example, perhaps in the history of mankind, of this, mm. you know, that people just fall in love with while mm. he's ushering in the fourth industrial revolution. But, I mean, like, so we were talking about music, and American music, too, American rock. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I grew up loving rock and roll. Sure. Listen, listening to this wonderful DJ. <laughs> I can't tell me how many hours working in warehouses of this guy, a KJ 108 or something. Damn I was John voice. Roberts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, and I, but I, loved, I loved rock. I loved mm-hmm. good metal. I mean, 99% of metal is absolutely demonic Garbage, trash. Yeah. But, but good, good stuff, you know? But... You, there's a, a history of the military-industrial complex creating rock music. It's called Laurel Canyon. It's a suburb of uh, Hollywood where, a, a, if you look at like a Fleet, Fleetwood Mac, um, um, The Doors, uh, Jeepers. Loved them. Yeah. yeah they're all, these guys, they're all from their daddy and mommy, daddy and mommy were in the military and mm-hmm. high-ranking yep. military yep. officers. Yep. You know, so they, these things are weapon, literally weaponized to destroy families, to debase mm. culture, mm. you know, to create a glo- what is a global hegemonic culture. And this stuff was exported to the world, mm-hmm. you know, through the American imperialism. And in one of the other aspects of our, our culture is uh, pharmacopoeia, you know, the, the ascendance of the pharmacology to treat everything. Better living through chemistry, if you will. Sure. And it's, again, it's not better living. People are, 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 Never have never been as unhappy as they are now, you know, and it's only going to get it worse. And um, here's the current issue of the Epic Times, and this is the mind and body section of the Epic Times. Dan doesn't know this, I'm springing it on him. Uh, could natural medicine save the healthcare system? That's the question. And they highlight this one little point. I'm just going to ask Dan to read the, the bold text here. What does that say, Dan? Patients have become conditioned toward pill-based solutions. No is that, is that true? No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure pill-based and injection-based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pill and yeah, injection-based. Yeah. We've yeah. Been, it says we've been conditioned. That's intentional. Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean that we've kind of developed this idea mm-hmm. on our own. We've been conditioned toward pill-based solutions. Sure. I'm not going to read the whole article, but here's an interesting little uh, fact. The U.S. government spends more. Here's a graph. I don't expect you to read the graph, but you can see that big, long mm-hmm. gray and red line right there. U.S. government spends more taxpayer dollars on health care per capita than any country in the world. And do we have the best or worst health? Um, <laughs> we have the worst. Yeah. Listen to this. The United States also suffers from, okay, uh, according to the report by Commonwealth Fund in early 2020, the United States spent nearly twice as much on health care as other wealthy nations, Australia, New Zealand, United Kingdom, Canada. Despite this high price tag, the United States saw the lowest life expectancy and the <clears throat> highest suicide rates among these countries. Mm-hmm. Lowest life expectancy, highest suicide rates. The United States also suffers from the highest chronic disease burden with obesity rates two times higher than yeah. the average in other peer countries. Yeah. You, know, let's juxta- you are what you eat. And I want to juxta- I'm just going to read the title of this because I want to juxtapose that article to this one. This is from CBS News. And the title, Consider Drugs and Surgery Early 
for obesity in kids. Oh. New guidelines oh say waiting doesn't work. This is how insane these people yeah. are. Okay. This is why, you know, like I. How about you kick your kids outside and make them play outside yeah. and do like we did when we were kids? Feed them good food, healthy yeah. food. Yeah. Come on. This yeah. is, this don't let them graze all day on Cheetos. And, yeah. and how, about, how about pull the plug on the internet? Exactly. Get them outside. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, abuse. That's abuse. Um, when, when my son was growing up, um, I will be the first to admit that the Grand Forks Park Board was my greatest babysitter. Uh, my son not only would go to his own baseball practice and games, but then he would help other coaches coach kids, and mm-hmm. and, we're, and, and and he still does baseball for a living today. But mm-hmm. get out there, be active. Yeah, I mean that's what we did. You know, when when it got dark, you came home mm-hmm. uh, at six o'clock. You came home to eat, but mm-hmm. you went right back out again. Mm-hmm. You know, in the summer it was different. You could maybe stay out a little later. I mean, we used to go to the outdoor rink in my hometown. And they would close the warming house down, and the guy would go out to the main breaker box and shut all the lights off of this outdoor rink. He knew right away as soon as he left, got in his car, and leave, we were going to go turn those lights back on. Mm -hmm. Nobody had a problem with it. Usually about 9 o'clock, police would come and say, okay, boys, we know you got to get home. Turn the lights off. You know where they are. And we'd, yes, sir, and we'd all go home. But um, we were out. That's the point. We were out doing stuff. We were being active. When you went home to eat, you were hungry, mm-hmm. and because you need fuel, that's what it's for. Yep. It's not just to graze and get fat and get obese and, <laughs> and, see, and John, all that. In, that. in that story that you told, you also alluded to something that uh, that's very um, that was very common when you were younger, and today it's almost unheard of. There was a, you had yeah, turn the lights out and go home. Yes, sir. You had respect for authority, sure. didn't you? Yeah, and I still yeah. do, and you still do, mm-hmm. and increasingly. People in this current generation don't yeah. at well, all. Well, they don't make kids like they used to. No, they, it all starts at home. It folks. all starts at home with the parents who, at home. Who, who abdicate their responsibility as parents mm-hmm. and uh, and raise spoiled, rotten kids yeah. who think that the world is all about them. Sure. I, I was having a conversation with a, a friend of mine who's a, several few years older than I am, and he talked about when he first, when he went on his... He took took a girl to prom, first prom. I think it was the junior, senior prom. He was a junior. He borrowed his dad's Cadillac. Oh, yeah, boy. Borrowed the Cadillac. He said the girl I took to prom was a nice girl. She had a, you know, good good reputation. Nothing untoward was going on. They were just out dancing and having a good time. And, and they, oops, he realized they stayed out a little bit too late, mm-hmm. not doing anything that, not doing anything bad, just stayed out too late. Uh, okay, uh, oh, Lisa, I got to get you, whatever name is, I got to get you home. And he said, I, I was close to realizing that I'm getting home late. It was almost midnight by the time. He said, I was close to soiling my pants. Oh, yeah. Thinking about what my dad might say mm-hmm. when I show up mm-hmm. at midnight with his Cadillac. Nothing sure. happened sure. to the car or to them. But that that sense of fear of respect for his father as a teenager was in full force, even right. back then. Mm-hmm. And this is after the the globalists started their plan of manipulating and the whole mm-hmm. the whole, you know, generation gap nonsense. But that fear was still there. It's not there right. anymore. It doesn't um, exist anymore. Uh, by the way, you I you can catch me on the radio again tonight. Oh. I'll be on at seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't mind listening to play-by-play high school hockey, yeah. you can catch me tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to throw this in before we wrap things up. I forgot to kind of mention this uh, earlier when I did my little segment, but um, you see the Grand Forks Public Health Director is retiring. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Debbie Swanson's retiring. Yeah. Indeed. Here, listen. There. How's that? <laughs> Two years too late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, guys. Sadly, yeah, sadly, just total dereliction of duty and negligence. Yes. The likes of which it's, it's difficult to comprehend. I mean, it's, it's honestly, in my opinion, criminal negligence. Not, it's, it is criminal negligence. Mm-hmm. It's not even opinion. It, it is truly sure. criminal sure. negligence of what she's doing. So has been done. And it's, it's sad. I, I know she's well-intentioned, um, but you got to. But it was such a tough job. Yeah. You know? Not really. 
No, uh, no, she, no she exactly. Talk, she can talk to us at any time. We we said on this show many times, you know, that mm-hmm. we are willing to talk. You know, and lay out the science. She, we tried to set up a meeting with her, and she backed out because Multiple we, times. Uh, she, she, she set it up to make us look bad. Because sure. she's oh, like, yeah. "Oh, you have to come in here and wear masks and all this stuff, and blah blah blah." And six feet, and it's like, get out of here. Yeah, you know, we're not going to do, gonna that, do yeah. that. And I have an overwhelming amount of data that shows you're wrong on every single thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that should be more important. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I agree. And so. I had people say to me, "You know, I know her, and I can't believe she actually believes all that. I don't think she actually really believes all this stuff." You know what? That makes it actually worse. worse. Much worse. Yeah, yep. much that, worse. Because then that means that she is a hypocrite mm-hmm. and she's doing what she knows is harmful because she doesn't want to risk losing her job. Yeah, right. I'm I, sorry, Debbie. I'm not here to bash you or anybody. No. But every single one of us, hey, look, every single one of us one day will stand before God and give an account for what we did and how we handled the responsibilities and the authority that we had while we were on this earth. And everybody has some. Everyone has responsibility for something, and everybody has authority over sure. some, something. Mm-hmm. Something in life. Every single human being mm-hmm. has that. Uh, uh, here's we got to wrap it up here, text. guys. So. I'm wrapping it up. Okay. Interesting text I got uh, from this from the Trump train. It says, only you know the World Economic Forum, we've talked about it multiple times. Mm-hmm. They, they, I think they're meeting in Davos yes, they right are. now, aren't yep. they? Oh, 5,000 okay. troops protecting them, by the way. Oh, boy. 5,000 troops protect them. I wonder why they need protection. All they're the doing is talking from? about how to fix the... Uh, like, I can't remember Switzerland. Something, All okay. they're doing something is like trying that. to, you know, make sure that the economy of the world does does well. Yeah. Why would they need troops protecting them? <laughs> I didn't them? even know Switzerland had 5,000 troops, <laughs> I, but... I, I don't know where it's... Exactly. Here's, here's what it says. Only unvaccinated pilots are allowed to transport members of the World Economic, Economic Forum. Is that interesting? Only unvaccinated pilots. Why would that be, Dan? Because they don't want to fall out of the sky when they right. play. You know? Not something. Exactly right. Jeez, oh my okay, God. I'm going to wrap up my section with this. This is a quote that I think uh, you might say. You might think that Dan Stanislavski said this, but no, it was someone older than Dan. <laughs> and but 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 this goes right along with with something Dan, Dan said to me. Who? What was the percentage of men that fought? for our freedoms from England in the Revolutionary War? What percent? Three percent. About three percent. Listen to this. It does not take majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. Samuel Adams. Oh, wow. The beer. (laughs) It's funny how we think alike, isn't it? (laughs) Have you seen the movie Idiocracy? <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> so I, 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 you know, I hate delivering bad news, um, but unfortunately, I have some, and this very well may be my last great reset show. We're keeping our fingers crossed, Doctor Dan. It might not be, but it may be, and and just in case it is, I'm gonna say it's been a blast. You know, I love you guys. I love everyone that listens to this show. And, you know, I've been, so I've been living off of investments for the last two years. And I've been, the last six months, I've been trying not to do that because the market's been going, you know, backwards. Um, and it's been, I some, hear you. Yeah, there's been some humiliating things of jobs, you know, I couldn't get, but I finally got one and it starts tomorrow and I don't know what my schedule is going to look like. So perhaps I can still be on here on Tuesdays. And I, and I hope that that is the case. And I will st- still try and crank out some open secrets episodes, but for some, more bad news. Um, in about six months or so, I'm going to be moving to Ohio because I've got, and, and the only reason I'm moving because it's a, to me, it's a, a, a dream job. It's mm-hmm. absolutely just sure fantastic and everything I could want. Um, and so it's a, uh, so for for sure, my my time on this this beautiful program is going to end um, at some point, and it's sad. And I, I just want to say, you know, I've been trying to do exactly as Sam Adams has said to try and light a brush fire in people's minds to, to stop the evil that is affecting us all. And it's gotten absolutely out of control. And really I'm trying to build a case, not only for a, the true platform from which to understand our current reality, but also in a sense, a legal case from the common law perspective that we can take these guys down and we have every right to take these guys down. And so I hope if you never hear my voice again on a new program, I hope that I've helped you in some way, shape, or form. And I'll miss you. I'll miss doing this. So, Thank you, Dan. I love you all. Dan. Thank you, Dr. Dan. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> really. 
You know, we can still tweak things a little bit for the next six months here, and I think maybe we're going to try to work on that, all right? Uh, thank you guys uh, very much for coming in today. Uh, boy, I tell you what, hopefully this isn't the last time we see Dr. Dan, but um, a picture of things to come, the Great Reset. And again, thank you to David and Dr. Dan for coming on the show today, which, by the way, was brought to you by Life Vantage. Now, if you're one of those people that takes collagen, uh, have you heard about this new one-of-a-kind collagen? Uh, and not only does it replenish your body, but it also helps your body create its own collagen by using natural products, and then it maintains it. Now, if you want to find out more about this amazing product, contact Stephanie Kronelka and Life Vantage for more information, all right? Uh, check out stephk.lifevantage.com, or you can text 701-230-9306, or email skbesthealth at gmail.com. That's skbesthealth at gmail.com, or you can click on the link on gfbestsource.com, and it'll go directly to Life Vantage, all right? Biohack your life with Life Vantage. Again, thank you to David and Dr. Dan for coming in today. Tomorrow we talk with Emberly Leach with the Civic or the CBIC and uh, Allison Peterson with Spa. We're going to be talking about Giving Hearts Day, which is coming up. All right, we're going to catch all you guys in the morning tomorrow at 9. Remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. Become a patron on Podbean. You never know, we could win some pretty cool stuff. Grand Cities is a wonderful place. Grand Fork's best source is giving it an identity again.